We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout. You get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the ABV Podcast. Chuck P. here with you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all social media outlets. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And you can find the podcast wherever you'd like to get your podcast. I mean, if it's, it's Apple Podcasts, you get it there. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're on TuneIn Radio app. We're pretty much, if there's a if there's an app playing podcast, you can find the ABV Podcast. Just look it up. Uh, also, if you go to our Instagram page, go to our, our bio page, and there's a link for merch. You can get some AB, ABV uh, T-shirts. You can get – we even have masks for everyone that's, like, still dealing with COVID. You can deal with that. we got hats. I think we're actually working on coffee mugs right now, so who knows. The coffee uh, – French truck coffee porter here where I'm at right now would go great in a coffee mug, so just, <laughs> just think about that when you're purchasing. I am at Cypress Coast Brewing. I'm super excited to be here. Baton Rouge's newest – brewery another place for me to spend money and drink beer it's always a good thing and i've got caleb and justin with me here guys thank you so much for having me here appreciate it man thank you for coming yeah so let's uh get a little background for anyone listening who isn't familiar with cypress coast and you guys uh whoever wants to start first just go ahead and give us a little background yeah, so um, a couple of home brewers have been home brewing about seven years. We're actually neighbors, live about high, five houses down from each other. That's convenient. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've worked together along with our wives all at Target for a number of years, so we've known Whoa. each other for a little bit. Um, yeah, so started home brewing hobby, was a lot of fun, convinced our wives that we could save money on purchasing beer by brewing it ourselves. Com- complete lie. Which is 100% but... a lie. Yeah, that, that's, um, that's You just spend right. way, way more. But um, yeah, it was a fun hobby. Uh, did some contests, found out people liked our beers, and decided to do something crazy and open a brewery. So, uh, yeah, been working on it for about three years now, and I'm finally excited to get it open. Nice. So, uh, to, we're recording this on September 10th. You guys are opening. By the time people hear this, you guys are going to be opening. Uh, Governor Edwards announced that we are moving into Phase 3. Yes. Very uh, excited. So, that means hopefully... People can come in and, and, and sit in the, the tap room, which is a nice space. It's really cool. And enjoy some beers, which is going to be great. So let's go ahead. Well, before we get into the beers, Justin, give us a little bit of background on you. Uh, yeah, like he said, I mean, we've known each other for quite a long time. Um, we worked at Target probably close to five or six years before we started moving in with uh, next door. Um, basically, he had lived in apartments his entire life i think and he uh after asking me to move up three flights of stairs to move his furniture yeah i got old so i was like dude you need to buy a house so that's kind of how we ended up living next door to each other in our apartment house um and then yeah we just it's it's been a fun and wild ride you know going going this route getting started um yeah so so did you guys meet at target while you yeah. were working there okay yeah, yeah. We met each other working there um worked together did the um 
brewing thing. Well, wanted to do the brewing thing for quite a long time while working there, but my wife said I couldn't do it until we had a house. So the compromise uh, yeah. was that we get a house and I get to home brew. So that's kind of how that started. Yeah. Well, um, you know, that's fair. I, I think it's fair. a fair I can, I can go do it outside. She won't be bothered inside. So uh, yeah, yeah I, I get that. It makes sense. <laughs> I was married once. I know how that works. Right. Uh, <laughs> So what got you guys into craft beer? Was it something early on, or was it just something you stumbled upon while y'all were working at Target? Or I think, uh, I mean, for me, it got started, obviously, the you know, in college, and it was just drinking whatever I could get. Um, but I think the first experience I ever had was, I'm sure anybody that's familiar with ham and red, white, and brew. Yeah. Um, shout out to those guys, obviously. Great spot. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, so we were just, me and a friend were just kind of walking around, and like we're like, let's just go check it out. And they obviously do not sell the kind of beer that I was used to drinking. Yeah. Um, so it was just kind of eye-opening. I think my very first beer that I got there was a Mackeson Triple X Stout. Whoa. So I jumped on the deep end, obviously. And like <laughs> I was like, I didn't know beer could taste like not like what I was used to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so then it just kind of got into like where we were going, you know, like to Abita or whatever and just doing brewery tours. And it just kind of opened that door to it. Um, and then starting with home brewing, it was just like another door. It was just like mind-blowing how you can change ingredients or just change like one little thing and just get something completely different mm-hmm. um so it's just like a f- really fun hobby and just kind of rabbit hole to get down to that's awesome i like that you, you dove right in with a big stout that's yeah. great <laughs> that's that's kind of how i got started I, well I, I, the first i didn't drink beer until i was 24 25 yeah i drank whiskey a lot when i was younger because i just did <laughs> more efficient <laughs> well, more, got, yeah it, it got me to where i needed to be right and also i just didn't like the taste of beer like but right. all my friends drank coors light and, yeah. and miller and i'm just like i don't like this and i drank i started drinking coors light because it just tasted like water so i'm like okay yeah, I'll drink this, and then I moved on to Red Stripe. I don't know how that happened. I was, yeah, I got, actually, I actually was on a Red Stripe kick in college for a little bit. It wasn't good, but yeah, I think yeah. it feels like a step up. Like it yeah. feels fancy. The bottles fancy yeah, looking yeah. and stuff, you know. Like definitely don't. I don't consider it that craft beer. That was not my craft beer foray, but yeah, it was a step up from your domestic, I guess. Yep, kind of. I think I moved on to Killian's after that, and yeah. then started. Then I like started drinking a beat up like Purple Haze and Turbo Dog and stuff. I feel like my first. Craft Craft beer was like Giacomo IPA, okay. yeah, yeah wow. which I I remember loving at the time. At the time, go to it now. It's <laughs> yeah, or when the last time I had it, it's changed, or yeah. my taste buds have changed. But uh, yeah, I remember uh, me and my buddy Ross, who I do the podcast with sometimes. Uh, we started. There was a the beverage store over in Florida. We used to work yeah. at a, a little place across the street from it. So once or twice a week, we'd leave from work and we we just go in there and just grab stuff. We yeah. didn't we didn't know what style it was. We never right. heard of it. Let's try all these different things. We got a for some odd reason we got addicted to Ho Garden or Hugh Garden, however you say. Oh, the, oh, yeah. like the the fancy Blue Moon or yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. I remember Blue Moon coming out and being like, oh, this tastes really good. And you could put an orange on it. All right, cool. <laughs> And then people made fun of me for putting an orange in the beer. Yeah. And I was like, all right, now I'm starting to get it now. But, yeah, it, it took me a while to, to, to find – like, I hated IPAs when I first – my first IPA I tried, I was just like, no. It's shocking. Like, yeah. it's jarring. It's just totally different. Yeah, it yeah. just was not good. And slowly but surely, it, 
I think it was the Stone IPA that did it for me. Mm. I was digging that West Coast style, that piney, yeah. earthy kind of flavor. Think, I think that's my favorite if I had to pick a style as far as IPAs go, because there's like a thousand now. Yeah. Um, which we actually have a West Coast IPA fermenting right now. Just nice. old school. Um, it's, it's small, bitter. Yeah, like six and a half percent. Just kind of like that See, perfect that's, wheelhouse. That's perfect. Sometimes you just need a break from all the juicy, hazy IPAs. Like, they're good. Right. They're good for what they are, but like just a dank, yeah. piney West Coast IPA sometimes. Just, Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, just a spot. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about some of the beers we have on the menu. We'll start with, at the top, we'll go with the Farmhouse Ale. Where have all the formers gone? That's who, all right, who comes up with the names? Let's we go with that. We have lots of discussion. We'll throw in an idea and say it's stupid, and then we'll keep throwing them out <laughs> yeah. until we're like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's go with that. It's just kind <laughs> it's of just what sticks at the time. <laughs> I love because the Porter has, like, one of my favorite names for a beer ever. Here's there you to go. you, Porter Robinson. Yeah. That is great. That was, that one was me. That was you? That okay. was 100% yeah, me. I was against that. But okay. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, that, that's that's a good name. It's, it's funny. funny. Yeah. Thank you. And then, I mean, beer names are hard to hard to come up with because as soon as you think you have a cool name and you search. It's already taken. Somebody's yeah. already got it. So it's tough. You so basically you got, have to pick a random phrase, and that's your That's where name. we've yeah, got like Random beer name generator. Yep. All right. Yep. That's, that's it. <laughs> Clovis Nutrient. All right, cool. We'll go with <laughs> yeah. this one because nobody's got it. What does it mean? I don't know. It showed up in the beer generator name thing. All right, so this is the... That's the Belgian right there in front right. of you. Um, super I love this style. Oh, yeah. man. It's got a very heavy nose, a banana, a strong clove. You even get a little citrus in there. So it's a it's very a complex type of beer. Um, we brewed it with a lot of rye in the um, grain bill, so you get a little spicy earthiness. Yep. It's a little, yep. it's a little bit everywhere. Um, that's I Belgians are one of my favorite beer styles too, for the most part, because yeah. you can just get so many different things with it. I, I, think, I agree with you. It's it's a complex beer. It's got some <laughs> layers on it for sure. Yeah, it's like I'm getting so many different flavors going on on my tongue right now. It's, it's amazing. It's got like all the Belgian flavors based yeah. on how we fermented it, just all across the board. So yeah, I, I like how the spice lingers, just kind of hanging out there. Yeah, this is delicious. It's 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 everywhere on the spectrum as far as Belgians go, um, and it may not have been the smartest thing for us. Well, we did, we had never fermented any of the Belgians with a dry yeast. We've always used liquid yeast as okay. home brewers, and uh, I don't know why we made the jump to a big commercial level and we decided to go with a dry yeast for our first <laughs> i mean why not but you know it, it i guess it worked out um so yeah i think it's i think it's an overly complex beer but i mean i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily no i mean there's nothing wrong with that i, I have a friend of mine who's going to love that belgian it, the just those farmhouse ales that's his style that's his wheelhouse he loves those he is going to enjoy this so much i'm digging i'm i'm getting a lot of the banana yeah yeah that banana and the spice are just working great for me. I'm oh man. I think See, it look, drinks kind of similar to a wit, but then like yeah, with some yeah. extra stuff going on in there. Yeah, so yeah. some like extra spices well, and stuff going on in there. So it, it's just almost every banana. kind of Belgian that you can get. <laughs> you guys are gonna make it hard for me to come here and pick beers. I see it now. I just know it. All right, well let's let me let me move on to the blonde over here. Now, why blonde? Just something to eat like an introductory beer for people who just yep. I think help. I think mainly I think um, Louisiana eleven months of summer, you know, yeah. um, 
and a lot of it right now, we didn't know what's going on with any restrictions or stuff. A lot of people are going to be outside. Um, and I think it's a style that just lends itself for the area and down here for the climate. And I don't think a lot of people really do that because they just think it's kind of boring. Yeah. But I don't think a good beer is just a good beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Agreed. And it's also a good base beer to work on to add different adjuncts to it yeah. and stuff and do some yeah. different things. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, definitely introductory beer, like something for non-craft beer drinkers. Potentially. That's solid. Yeah. yeah it's just, just easy drinking, 5%. It's, it's it's a lawnmower beer. I mean, that's exactly just, what I describe. And whenever somebody comes in, I'm like, if you just want a lawnmower beer, yeah, this just is a it. cold beer. That's it. I mean, yeah, this is like sitting at home, especially on the football season starting, yes. right? And yes. just <laughs> grilling and man, just pounding these up. What's the ABV on this? Like, uh, it's like right at five percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. This yeah. is. It's not overly hoppy or bitter or anything like that. It's just it's a true blonde. Yeah, anybody that passes that up is stupid. <laughs> I mean, even if even if you're a craft beer snob, and Lord knows there's a lot of them out there, and you're probably listening to the show, don't sleep on the blonde when you come to visit Cypress Coast. This is a solid, really, like you said, perfect for the weather we have down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, I think. you want a beer after you're done doing yard work or whatever you're doing outside, this is the one to grab yeah. and crush. Yeah, it's definitely like, like you said, while you're barbecuing or sitting by the pool or... You have to sit outside because of whatever is going on. Yeah, I'd yeah. say tailgating, but we can't do yeah. that. Yeah, so. right. God, what a weird football season is going to be. Yeah. But we have football. I'll, I'll sacrifice tailgating for football. I'll take right. it for football. Yeah. yeah. But so this would this would kill it out at tailgates. That's sure. your Saturday morning. You want to get started, and you go until mid-afternoon, maybe. <laughs> yeah, really. It's just so clean. It's just... Man... Yeah, that's one, like, I think we didn't want it to go, like, on that bitter or more hoppy or anything like that. We wanted just a good, clean, the grain bill is really light, but it's still enough that it shows kind of through. It's a little yeah. malty on the back end. It's a little bit, just yeah, put, but I mean, not, not, it's something that makes it not boring, but. Yeah, it, it, right. gives, it gives it some flavor. Because right. some blondes can be boring and just be kind of what it yeah. is. right. But this is you get a little you get that little breadiness on the back end of it. Lingers a little bit. I like that, personally, just because it. I, I get that in the back of my mouth, and I'm like, ooh, I want more. Right. I just want to keep drinking that. And it's it's light, it's dry, so you just crush them. Yeah, not like, offensive. You're almost any, done by it. <laughs> your Bud Miller Coors guy could, could drink this easily. Yeah. And be happy with it. If you guys ever get to the point where you're canning stuff and putting it out on the streets, this is, <laughs> this is the one I'd go out the doors with first for sure. I mean, that's one great. Day. Yeah. One day. We're just, yeah, we're barely open. Yeah. Right, right, right. Let's get the doors open. Building dreams for them. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I did want to ask about, so you, you guys started a, a program right from the get-go when you were getting everything together. It was the Founders Program. Yes. Yeah. So uh, last week when Jay and I were doing a show and we were drinking the, uh, the French Truck Coffee Porter, I think we looked, and you guys had about 30 spots left or so. Mm -hmm. And then, if I remember correctly, over the weekend, you guys had five spots left. Yep. And now we have none. That is awesome. That's what I wanted to ask if those were filled up. Yeah, they filled up really right as soon as Jay started talking about it. The last few spots, they were gone. Good. I think we saw the last one Sunday or Monday. Yeah. yeah, last week. So yeah. awesome. Too bad for me for missing out on it. But that's, <laughs> that's, you just get more of my money when I come here to drink once yeah. government tacos over. Right. God, how perfect is that? Jay with a taco shop right in front. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, I mean, it was like when that fell through. It was like, oh my god, like you couldn't ask for a more perfect marriage. Yeah, <laughs> right. Tacos and beer. Yeah, who who hates that? Right. I mean, come on. 
All right, so this is here's to you, Porter Robbins. I love that name. So this is the this is the base porter that was used for the French truck coffee porter, correct? Correct. Yep. Okay. So the base porter without the uh, coffee added. Right. God, it's roasty as hell. I mean, I feel like I'm getting coffee notes from this. You get a little bit, a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of the roast and whatnot. Um, it's a lot of chocolate and things like that in the uh, taste and flavor. Um, I think the difference with ours is we try to do a more traditional porter, so it's a little bit thinner and drier, which makes it a little more approachable, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's not like a baby stout, like thick and heavy or anything like that. It's more flavorful than, it's very than flavorful. most porters I've had. Normally, right. I find the the flavor profile on porters just kind of disappear really quick. Like, yeah. you get it on the front end, and then it's gone. But, like, the chocolate and roasting notes are just kind of, like, hanging out. Yeah. And that's what I like, and that's what I look for in a porter. Normally, I avoid porter. I love stouts. I want something a little bit heavier with a right. little more flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, A, it looks like a cup of coffee to begin with, <laughs> which I love coffee. But, yeah, it, this, this would be a good, if someone was too scared to try the French truck coffee because they were worried about too much coffee, this would be a good, yeah. good one from the go for first to kind of right. ease them into it. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty balanced with the, like, roasty, chocolatey, flavors and it's not terribly thick so i think it's it's easy to drink a couple without feeling you know weighed down or anything i'm gonna drink a lot of that good are you guys gonna be doing flights at all or once that was the plan yeah yeah we we have we're gonna do flights once we kind of like figure out all the restrictions and the best way to do everything and we didn't know like when we'd be able to have people inside and things like that so but yeah once we feel comfortable with you know everybody coming inside and that's cool and everybody's good and definitely flights so i know that's a big thing for craft breweries so you want to be able to taste everything so. exactly because yeah. you're going to get the people in here that well they're going to bring someone in who isn't craft beer right. savvy or just like has had a few and aren't sure what they want and they want to try a flight i personally love flights specifically if it's a if we're going somewhere that has a big menu of different styles. Not just yeah. You know, I just want to try something. Right. We we did a guys trip. Jay and I with a bunch of friends to uh, Portland, Oregon, a couple years ago, and we went to we went to Astoria to, to go see the Goonies house. Oh God! Because it was like well, it was two I, hours away. I'm like, we got to go see this house. I would <laughs> kill for that opportunity. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> and they had like a little uh, little brew house right down the street. So we stopped there to get some food, and it was four of us. And the girl comes to the table, and she's like you guys want to try anything in particular? I was like, yeah, I think we're going to get flights. And she was like, okay, we have 13 beers, so just like write down what you want. She was, I, we were like, no, just give us we'll, – we'll do all of them. Just we'll give try them all, out. yeah. And she goes, okay, so uh, a flight of 13. We were like, no, we each want a flight of 13. <laughs> and she just looked at us. And my buddy, the, one of the guys with us, he was like, we're from Louisiana. Yeah. It's, she just went, uh, okay. So thirteen, and we're like, yeah, each of us. Yeah, that's like, fine. I just thought we were joking. It's like, no, we want to try everything. Yeah, I mean, we gave her a good tip. I mean, yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> we want them all. <laughs> yeah, funny. no, seriously, please bring us <laughs> yeah. all. No, please bring us all the beers. <laughs> this is why we're on this trip yeah. to drink all the right. beer. Yeah. All right. So the next one, this is all right. This is, I'm sure everyone, all the beer drinkers, the craft beer drinkers are going to probably head for this one first. Uh, so far, it's been our number one seller, which isn't a surprise. Yeah, ten thousand paperweight. Ten thousand dollar paperweight. Ten thousand dollar paperweight. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't see the no, dollar sign. Okay. okay. So, so story behind that one. That's <laughs> a joke. Uh, so it's it 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 gave us a name, which is the good part. So we purchasing equipment, we working on things, trying to figure out everything. We were messing with our keg washer, and basically it we couldn't figure it out or it wasn't working properly, so uh. we had to kind of make do with other 
um, make do with a makeshift keg washer that we kind of did ourselves. So we just had some fun with it and said, hey, we got a $10,000 paperweight <laughs> yeah. also. The thing so. is a paperweight and worthless. Yeah. Oh, when so. that's beer name. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, that's a, I like that. It's a good story. It's, it smells incredible. Mosaic Citra and Trident Hops. Yes. Um, so it's going to have like a ton of pineapple on the nose. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a little like maybe like little peachy or stone fruit or something from the yeast and the fermentation. Um, but yeah, it's not your traditional like citrus juice bomb. It's more pineapple juice than really just pineapple juice. Yeah, I get a lot yeah. of peach on it actually too. Yeah. I get some peach, but the pineapple is definitely shining in this one. Yeah. That is delicious. And I can understand why it's your, why it's your number one seller. It's not zero calorie. I don't know if that's what you're looking no, at. No, I was just looking at the ABV and just checking out okay. 6.3. <laughs> yeah, zero calories. Yeah, that's a glitch with, um, I think, untapped with the menu board or something. Any New England IPA you enter in, it just does zero calorie, and I don't know Or at why. least ours. I don't yeah, know. at least weird. ours. So, someone messaged us the other day, like, oh, my God, you're a magician. How did you figure out how to make a zero calorie New England IPA? We're like, yeah, you should so roll with it and be like, See what happened. Yeah, we're yeah. wizards. Yeah. <laughs> We have this thing. We figure out. There's right. this enzyme that you add. <laughs> yeah. So since you guys have, like, you did, like, a soft opening, you did the Founders thing last weekend. Correct. Yeah. Yes. How many people have been rolling up thinking you guys, like, are fully open trying to get beers? Uh, it's It's been a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. Over the over the weekend, like, on Sunday when we were doing the Founders thing, like, yeah. just random people were kind of driving up. They're like, oh, we saw the door open. What's going on over I, here? I so, think one's actually driving uh, up right I, now. That's <laughs> why I asked because I saw a car slowing down, and, like, they, I'm assuming they were looking inside and said, hey, I think they're open. Yeah. yeah. Every every person we get coming in, we're like, yeah, we live right around the corner. We've been keeping our eye on y'all for a little while, just trying to figure out what's going on. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, you guys have been working on this for, you said, what, what three years two, now? Two, three years. Two, yeah, yeah, I mean, we've yeah. been, like, from, from, like, business plan and everything, it's been a little over three years. But, like, in this space, I think we've been here for a year and a half, two years working on the space, trying to get everything in, ready to go. So. Was this the first spot you guys looked at, or did you look at a few other places in this area? We were actually down the street initially. We were going to be in the building where, um, right next to Kanata's. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. told somebody that the other day. They were like, "Nah, man, like they're they're over behind behind government tacos." So yeah, I know where they're at now. Yeah. I said, but I'm pretty sure they were going to be closer to like Calandros. Yes. They were like, "No, I don't think so." There was something else going on. I was yeah, like, oh, was no, man, I'm telling you, another one of those setbacks that has kept happening to us. Um, so like, yeah, we originally signed a lease and or uh, yeah, I think we signed a lease in that building and was close to it, and then just stuff happens and yeah. things fell through. Um, and I, like I said, I think, I think it would have been a good location next to mid city and things like that. But, um, we always kind of wanted to be in this area and then the location now with Jade, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a match made in heaven. You're still in a great spot. Right. You're surrounded by some really awesome businesses. You have yes. Florida Lee across the street, Jay shop. When Anthony's, that opens. Anthony's deli. Anthony's deli is yeah. like, I could live in there. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Brew Rock is across the street. Superior grill is a, is a hot spot. Yeah. So it, you're in a nice spot, but I knew I knew you guys were down yeah. there before that, man. I argued with somebody yeah. about that. Forever. We we looked at uh, we, we definitely leased it for a few months. Yeah, unfortunately, but we we're I think we're happier with this spot for sure. So, was it about the same size or was it a little bit bigger? This, uh, about the same size. It was okay. a different layout, but yeah, I think the square footage was the same. It was a little narrower, but deeper and longer. A little taller ceilings, which would have been but, a big uh, help. Yeah. So I wonder. I'm th- I'm just thinking in my head about Phase Three. Is that still going to 
consist of like the social distancing aspect? I'm not. I, I guess so. I mean, I imagine so. I know they're keeping the mask mandate. The mask mandate, I imagine, is going to happen for the foreseeable future, regardless yeah. of what phase or anything we're in. Um, Will you guys be putting like any tables or chairs outside for anyone? We yep. have some. Yeah, I have a friend that um, he made us some picnic tables. We're in the process of painting them right now to have. Nice. Um, and so we'll have a little bit of a seating area in the front. Um, I, it just kind of depends, again, on the restrictions and what's allowed. Because right now, only to-go beers and outdoor consumption is being allowed. Yeah. Um, we'll have to, like, revisit, obviously. But the plan is is to have that section permitted and allowed for outdoor consumption regardless. Okay. Just right now, we're rolling because of the way it is right now anyway. Yeah. So. What has been the reaction uh, from the people so far that have, that have been here to try? Like, the, uh, the founders members are just – you said you had some just walking up, mm-hmm. kind of curious about what was going on. What's been the general consensus on the beer so far from everyone? Yeah, they seem to really enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, I've got nothing, nothing but, but positive reviews. Yeah. yeah, everything's been positive and good. And, um, you know, everybody's enjoyed everything. Even the coffee porter, I think, is just like, oh, it just some it just blows some people's mind and, like, um, how much flavor and aroma you get. And local po- partnering with a local business, obviously, and having the coffee fresh roasted for us right yeah. there helps. So. It, it definitely does yeah. help. I, I enjoy I, – I can't believe I'm going to say this. I enjoy th- – you your coffee porter more it, this one's shaking his head he probably knows what i'm talking about rev coffee rev, the rev coffee style's my favorite coffee yeah. beer this one i think is giving it a run for its money yeah i mean it's a little bit more roasty than the rev i think rev's definitely like more full-bodied and sweeter finish yes yeah. sure this um, is more of like a black coffee. Yes. Yeah. Which it's I, got kind of that aroma going yeah. for it and that kind of kick, but yeah. it definitely finishes like drier. And than I the think rev. that's been the surprise. The only thing I would say as far as like what people don't have shake said your it, head at that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's no. Hard. I love rev. I love rev. I'm just yeah. yeah, yeah I'm definitely. just like what? No. <laughs> You're like what's this? That's like say? that's no, like the no. coffee beer in Louisiana. It, it is, but I mean. We may yeah. have a new contender for that. <laughs> yeah, that's been the biggest, like, as far as feedback goes, even people that don't like dark beer or don't like coffee beers or anything, they yeah. love coffee, so they love that beer just because it's, like you said, drinking a cup of black coffee. Yeah. Um, so even people that normally aren't into that style or that stout or porter, they, like, love that beer. Um, so that's been a surprising, like, feedback that I've gotten is... I know it's a good beer, obviously. Yeah, for not sure. To be, not to be, you know. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> but you know it's good. Otherwise, you wouldn't. It wouldn't it be would on the menu. menu, right? Yeah. Um, but the feedback has been really good in that aspect. Even non-beer drinkers or dark beer drinkers like just love it. So. Yeah. But you're right with the rev. It's a little bit more full-bodied, a little bit more sweeter, and. Growing up drinking coffee, I always drank it with cream and sugar because that's how my mom would mm-hmm. make make yeah. the coffee. It was tons of cream, tons of sugar. And it wasn't until I started working with Jay and Cafecito Coffee Roasters, proud sponsor of the ABV podcast, uh, started brewing his coffee. And mm-hmm. it was one of the first coffees I had where I could drink it with nothing in yeah. it. I was like, man, the flavors in here are incredible. I don't need sweetener know, with it. Who knew coffee could taste? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's not Folgers where I've right. got to pour all that stuff in it to yeah. make it taste right. good. So that coming out just tasting like a straight up, I just poured a really good coffee in a cup and yep. started drinking it. Yeah. 
that's why it's going to be better. <laughs> just, it's a quote from Chuck P, damn it. I'm yeah, saying I'm not, it. I didn't say it. <laughs> Caleb and Justin, y'all don't have to. I'm speaking for you. It definitely helps having that French truck coffee in there. So they're, they're the, killing it with some They of the make coffees. great coffee. Yeah. Yes. They really do. So, and uh, like you said, to have them right down the street. Yeah, and they helps. roast everything in house. So, like, we can literally call them in the morning and then pick it up that afternoon oh, and throw it straight into the keg. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the bright tank or however we're, you know, no, no trade secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so. Is it a longer process for the coffee uh, porter? As opposed to the porter, is it about the same? No, it's about the same. It's the same. Just okay. one yeah. extra step. Are there any styles that you guys wanted to brew, but you just aren't ready for that yet, or maybe just? Um, we want to brew everything. Yeah. Just coming from home brewers, Good so answer. kind of our goal actually is since we have a, a smaller space and we're doing everything on site. Yeah. Um, we really just want to brew a different beer every single week and release a different beer every week. That's kind of the, awesome. the fun part about being a home brewer. You just yeah. want to brew new stuff and try new stuff out. So yeah. Um, so we're gonna do that. Um, I think one of the things that we're actually been discussing about tackling that we haven't done yet is just like a nice, good sized stout. Since ideally it'll be getting cooler soon. I, mean, I will say it's always stout season in my mind. Same. Yeah. yeah. yeah stout <laughs> season. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to do a stout uh, here in the next month or so for sure to have okay. it ready for the colder season. Definitely bigger than this, maybe floating around the like 8 ish percent range, 7 8%. There so, you go. A, 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 nice, a nice drink, a little, yeah. little boozier. A little heavier, yeah. a little thicker, a little boozier. Yeah. 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 So. Might I suggest for Christmas time a graham cracker stout? I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there just for Christmas time. Graham cracker stout. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you have to come brew it with us, though. Sure, okay. done. All right. Done. A collaboration. <laughs> the ABV, Cypress Coast, Graham Cracker Stout. Now I'm going to start thinking of names. <laughs> I'm going to work on that early. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see you guys, just from drinking what I've had here, I'd love to see you guys do like a, a really solid lager. Yes. And I know with a lager, that just takes it a little takes bit more so, time to yeah. brew than anything yeah. else. But I think. You guys could crush a good lager. I think yeah. lager is definitely a style. If we had the ability or space, or yeah, we would do that all nonstop because I love good, clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that'll probably be one of our next forays. Just into um, you know, we brewed mostly L's. We've done lagers in the home brewing aspect, but we know they're you know it's a, it's a very clean beer. So you know, you just got to get it just right, right. Yeah. to produce a really good one we want to make a really good one so but we're definitely going to start playing with that probably in the next couple of weeks awesome so yeah. our some of our favorite styles are pilsner and yeah and marzen which oh uh, good perfect marzen, time yeah. for that right yeah so whenever in the season yeah whenever so. september rolls around and you start seeing Oktoberfest, my eyes just light up and it's like football <laughs> season chill in the air it's yep. just that's it's magical time <laughs> for me do you guys have a, a favorite local uh like marzen or Oktoberfest beer from like a local brewery you guys tend to gravitate um, towards uh i did i this year i've only had the urban south version and it is really nice it's a good one it's got yeah. it's definitely malty love the malt flavor on it um easy drinking um but i haven't had i don't think i've had any other ones this year i've been i want to get over and try tin roofs um yeah i, I know try that Brew courageous Brew release the theirs the i gotta Mars, try the Mars, theirs which is that's, a great name that's a great <laughs> name so good robert anything robert names is great but yeah <laughs> uh I, I, I tend to gravitate to i love urban south but i really really dig great rafts yeah their Oktoberfest. i there's something about that their their Oktoberfest I really really I, I like. I think Jamie brought a can over. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. We did taste yeah. it. I that was the other one it. we had. It was yeah, good. yeah. So that one's uh, I think more balanced a little yeah. bit. I think yeah. Urban South was a little more malty, and mm-hmm. it, the the Great Raft was fantastic. So. Are you what uh, what styles of beer are you guys like? If you're sitting around and you're trying to come up with 
recipes for something new. Do you guys tend to grab like a few bottles of that style from yeah. other breweries to inspire you to yeah, give you like, like research. we call it research. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife when I'm at home. Yeah. We go to Red, White, and Brew, and we'll just buy all the one of that one style. Yeah. We're going to coach this week, so I need all yeah, of these. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason we're drinking 15 coaches today. Yeah. <laughs> we open a brewery to save money, not. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we live in Hammond. Like, um, oh, cool. I don't know if we said that earlier or not, but um, so, like, going back to Red, White, and Brew, it's awesome. We can go there on a Saturday or whatever and just kind of like. If we decide to do a beer style, we can try, like, multiples of the same beer style to kind of get, like, an overarching, like, yeah. theme or what style or whatever, you know, that we're going with. Um, so, yeah, we definitely do do that sometimes. Yeah, I used to then, spend, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, and then just, like, you know, research online to kind of see how different other different people, whether it's homebrew or pro-brew, are kind of getting some of those flavor profiles. So. Yeah. I used to spend a good bit of time in Hammond. My ex-wife's family's from Hammond. Mm-hmm. So we would go to visit, and I'd always be like, I'm, they were going to do, like, her and her mom would go off. To, we're going to the mall to do stuff. Cool. I'm going to tacos and beer and give me something to eat. And you'll <laughs> find me a red, white, and brew right yep. down the street. That's where I'll be. <laughs> um, or I'm going to Black and Brew and get a burger. Yeah. One of those two. Uh, are there any brewers that you guys are, are like, in good relations with that you call for advice or get ideas from i I think that's the amazing thing with the craft beer scene is like all the brewers like want to help each other yeah so like i i mean we honestly have probably called everybody in the state almost at one point and talked to them or even like if we're at a guild meeting or meeting with people we'll ask questions and everybody's like super wanting to help and stuff like that so um, yeah, I think everybody in the state has had a hand of something in this brewery almost. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. and, and you're correct. Like, it's, it's, it's not a competitive thing. No. I mean, when, you, when your beer is out on the shelves in the market and stuff, you know, fighting for tap space and stuff. Yeah. I get that. But it's a really collaborative group. Yeah. I think the thing that a lot of people don't like. I guess non-beer drinkers or people that don't really think about it, they always think like restaurants, you're always competing with your neighbor. Yeah. But with breweries, like a lot of people, if you're traveling 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, or however long, you don't want to go there to visit just one brewery. You want to go as a stop and collapse, you know, yeah. hit a few multiples. So like, it's not competition. It's a draw to have multiple breweries in, the, uh, in an area. So that's, I think, why we all want to help each other and be successful because, yeah. you know, my success will correlate to whoever's success right down the road. Exactly. So. Right. I feel like brewery owners get excited when they see other brewery owners come oh, in. Yeah. And it's like, you got to try this. You know, they yeah. want to just like not show off, but just like impress and get your feedback. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it, that you're not some average. Not they don't respect the feedback from their customers, but when it comes from a brewer, a right. fellow brewer, it just means a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, um, I think, like you said, y'all, we all want to be successful, and like your success de- directly correlates my success. Because if somebody comes to my brewery and our beer is terrible, they might not go down the road to Tin Roof, or they yeah. might not go to Giller or whatever. Um, so that's why we all want to do well and help each other, and you know, be the best that we all can be, not just individually. Yeah, that is the that is the thing with with craft beer. If for someone who's new to the scene, if yeah. they come to one place and have a bad experience, yes, they're just going to think that's how it's going to be at all the other places, and it's just not that. That's right, not this true. one beer was bad. All beer must be bad in this yeah area. and i mean like everybody had every brewery has issues even the big ones have have issues just sometimes right. you just don't see it because they're big enough to you know right yeah. on a small scale sometimes it's tough to catch you know you might get some stuff that goes out and might be a little bit oxidized right, or right. it's not carbonated right. enough yeah and on a small scale it's just tougher to catch yeah but 
definitely don't judge that brewery by that one mistake. Everybody yeah. makes or that mistake. state's breweries too, because yeah. there's a lot of people that'll do that. Like I said, like traveling, and they're like, "Man, that state doesn't know how to make good beer because they're all you, know? yeah, you can't blame well, how the many whole state you, on one brewery." Yeah, how many did you have? Like I went to two. Yeah. <laughs> Like I went to some some dude was out back in his shed he yeah. was selling beer. <laughs> well, a probably not a good idea, right? But yeah, it, it's a very collaborative process. Hell, Carlos not at Bayou Test will give his shirt off his back. Yeah, to yeah. help Carlos you. Carlos is honestly probably one of the nicest people in the world. Like his whole family, dude. Yeah, the entire yeah, yeah. the entire family. They, and they all work there at the brewery pretty yes. much, and they are the nicest people. I that's one of the spots I enjoy when I get a chance to go out that way to go sit out there. Nine out of ten times, Carlos is there. If he is, yeah. he's going to come sit with you yeah. and talk, and it's just a good it's, environment. It's like hanging out with your family on a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it really is. So. Cajun music going. Yeah. His pizza's flying out. Yeah, his pizzas are amazing, dude. Yeah. So do you think you guys are going to be doing anything with uh, with Jay, with, with Government Taco? Like, can people go there, get food, come sit in here, eat, and Absolutely. have Absolutely, yes. Okay. yes. I mean, Definitely. tacos and beer is magic, like we said. So yeah. Like, yeah, we, we will want, not. <laughs> yeah, we want people to be able to JB open, go grab a couple of tacos, come sit on the patio, come over here, nice. get some drinks, hang out. Unfortunately, I don't think they can do it the reverse, like bring our beer there. Yeah, I think but, there's something. Yeah. yeah, but we can meet in the middle, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Have some tacos, yeah. get some beer, hang out. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I know Jay's going to have – I think when they open, he's planning on having a tent out front with yeah. some tables underneath it, mm-hmm. just because of all the social distancing and stuff. So, I mean, maybe someone can come grab a pint and yeah, yeah. Jay, yeah. Like, outside. as long as you're outside. That then, was yeah. my first question to Jay, and Jay's like, "Absolutely, yeah." <laughs> so he's fine with getting beer here and then going there. Just yeah. don't bring it inside. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably encourage it for sure. Yeah. I'll be encouraging it. That, I know that. <laughs> so, uh, one of the questions I like to ask uh, brewers when I have them on is. Typically, what's in your in your fridge? Like when you get home, and you just want to open a beer, like what is currently sitting in your fridge right now? Caleb, we'll start with you. If you were going, when you go home tonight and you want to open up something, what are you going to grab? I mean, so definitely the Urban South uh, Oktoberfest is sitting in there because I just got that recently. I always have Juicifer in the fridge from Gnarly Barley. That's that's just a go-to. Um, yeah, I pretty much try to just pick up something new every week from one of the local breweries, and they're always putting out stuff now. So I'll yeah. typically try to drive over to Brew Crew every now and then and grab one of their Pilsners. I have some of those in the fridge right now. Um, yeah, with you guys living in Hammond, I mean, you're right there. You can jump over to New Orleans and just go hit a couple spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to work out in New Orleans, so it was kind of easy for me to just get off work and, and hit up a few of the breweries over there. Um, and then, I mean, as far as, like, in-state, I try to do those, but my go-to out-of-state is just Sierra Nevada. I always have Dude, whatever Sierra Nevada, Nevada seasonal releases or just their regular Torpedo IPA. It's just yeah. it's always good, so the love C- that beer. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is still a solid beer. Yeah. Oh, hands down. And yeah. like, if, no I'm, question. if I'm in a restaurant or a bar somewhere and like the tap selection is kind of limited and I see that on tap, yeah. I'm drinking that all night. Yeah. Like, not a problem. All right, Justin, so what's in your <laughs> fridge? Uh, I'm not even going to lie. I don't really have much beer in my fridge right now. Okay. Um... We've Basically. been here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been working trying to get this place open. Basically, I've been here at least 12 hours almost every day lately. So um, uh, I just haven't had much beer in my fridge, honestly. And with, I'm not even going to play around. With everything going on and just sitting at home, I've really switched over to bourbon and scotch. <laughs> I get I, that, it's, it's, dude. You are not the first yeah. brewery owner to just say, like, man, I'm around beer all day. Sometimes I just want to go home and drink. Anything yeah. but beer. And um, I usually, so like I think my 
uh, thing usually is pretty typical of most people is like during the summer, obviously it's drink beer all day. Yeah. Football season is drink beer all day, but once the weather starts cooling down, you just kind of switch to those either big, big stouts or bourbon and scotch. Yeah. I just never made the switch back this year because I've been sitting at home a lot. <laughs> because it's 2020. That's yeah. Because uh, There's been a lot of me just sitting at home, so I don't have to worry about getting up early and going to work right now and stuff like that. Um, so I can, if I can sleep in, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've been pouring a few fingers of bourbon each night. It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm doing mixed drinks, old fashioned, something like that, and people may make fun of me, but I don't care. It's old granddad bonded. Okay. Granddad bonded. Okay. I think it's a great old fashioned. Um, if I'm just sipping anything from Eagle Rare, Elijah Craig, um, anything along those lines really um i'm not like a whiskey beer snob like snob or yeah anything, so if it tastes good yeah you're in. um i've been doing a lot of mixed drinks and stuff like that and i've been trying more rums and stuff as well this year so okay um but yeah if i'm if i have beer like caleb said it'll probably be like either something local sierra nevada Oktoberfest. as soon as it comes out i, I buy yeah two or three six packs at least that's a good call yeah uh thoughts on pumpkin beer no. <laughs> yes, that's no. the answer I wanted. Well, no, no, I mean, no. That's that's not our collective thought. No, 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 no. no. I was going to oh, disagree. Okay. That's my thought on pumpkin. Oh, so, <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> I honestly, absolutely hate most pumpkin spice things. I will eat pumpkin pie twenty four seven. I'm with you on that. I do like a good pumpkin pie. Yes, um, but I the only I will say this: the only pumpkin beer that I really like is. Um, any of the big stouts with the pumpkin, uh, I think St. Arnold, Pumpkinator, something along those lines. Pumpkin or... Pumpkin, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, any of those. I don't like the the paler amber lagers with pumpkin spice, and I don't, no. I don't care for those. I, I'm not a huge fan. I don't mind drinking the Wasatch. Yes. Uh, pumpkin yeah, beer. I can't think of what it's called. And then there's another one. It's something Valley. I can't think. Kind of of like Crown Valley, maybe. It's something yeah. like it's got that. Got like a super fancy looking label with like yeah. gold and black and a pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, that one's not bad. But if I if if I don't drink a pumpkin beer, I'm not going to be upset about it either. I don't yeah. I don't search them out. I mean, but yeah, I do look forward to like the big stouts with pumpkin. But I think. Mainly, it's just because it's a stout. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just happens to have some pumpkin flavor right. in it. Good. All right, good. Caleb's just straight up like, no. Nope. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe we'll get bored one day and just be like, yeah, screw it. Why not? What can we throw pumpkin into? Yeah. I mean, you know, basic white girl beer, if you throw, like, some pumpkin in it, then right. might, you know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not pumpkin, saying. I'm not saying. New England IPA. <laughs> I'm not saying. You can saying, do a pumpkin porter. I mean, yeah. you can get. I'm not saying I get excited for them at any like, but maybe I'd be we, worried if you if no, you were excited. No. For them. Maybe, maybe when we do the stout, we'll run off some and do like an experiment with a little bit of pumpkin spice and stuff in it, just for fun. So just for you know, yeah, just for stuff and giggles. Yes, I almost said the same thing. So <laughs> yeah, we, we both like. Ugh. I got to remember radio show, yeah. radio show. <laughs> that was why. That was the first question I asked. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you guys have like a favorite local brewery? Like something that you always look forward to this brewery putting out. It's like I want to try it, I don't care what it is. These guys usually crush it all the time. 
that's that's tough. Um, I mean, we live in Hammond, gnarly barley for sure. Obviously, they crush yeah. it with every release. Gnarly barley rarely disappoints. I'll tell you that. Their yeah. their wee heavy they came out with was that might be yeah. one of my favorite beers of the year. I honestly just love their one of my favorite ones was their uh, the beer they called Lager. Yeah, it was like yeah. the four percent basically Pilsner beer mm-hmm. that I think they had dry hopped it with. I can't remember the hop, maybe Hollertau Blanc, but it was fantastic. I love that beer. I didn't yeah. get a chance to try that. I did try the Stout, the one they just called Stout. Yeah. yeah. I love that one was really good. Yeah, they're anything. I, I think anything they've done has been pretty fantastic, honestly. So. Yeah. I mean, Zach, Zach knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, Zach's, yeah Zach's. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just kind of tough. I mean, like like you said, I love Gnarly Barley being so close. Um Brew Caray down in New Orleans, mm-hmm. but I mean, you could say that about a lot of the breweries down there, like Parlow. I mean, anything, anything yeah. coming out down there has just been fantastic. I feel like lately, I was um, on a, a Miel kick for yeah. a while. I, I was like, Alex can do no wrong. Yeah. Everything he's putting out is just amazing. Yeah. And then when all relations opened, yeah, I was like, these guys like are a whole nother level. Yeah. Uh, shame they closed. That that's, is sad. That's, that's not not cool for that. Damn you, Mayor Cantrell. I'm I'm hoping that they'll come up with something and keep it, but you know, I guess time will tell and we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I think they were just trying everything they could, but they just weren't big. Like they weren't big enough to do enough for production to keep the doors open, right. and they just weren't getting enough sales out the door. Yeah, walk up wise to keep it open. So. Hopefully, at some point they can they can something again. comes out of it. Yeah, I mean they got the yeah. space, so maybe yeah, yeah. maybe they, maybe with phase changes and different things soon, you never know. Relocate to Baton Rouge. Yeah, <laughs> do that. Or just get that. get out of New Orleans. Maybe I don't Intent. know. Intent. <laughs> it's a cool little spot. It's 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 like it's kind of not. I don't want to say it's hipster because it's not hipster, but it's just I like the vibe in there. I like the fact that the menu board or these little TVs mm-hmm. that they have up above the yeah. bar. That pastry stout they do with like a hundred yeah. different candies right. in it is amazing. Every single vending <laughs> machine or whatever. Yes. Yeah. God, I love. I still have a bottle of it just sitting in my fridge. And every time I go to open it, I'm like, but it's my last one. Yeah, I can't. So if I drink it, it's but, like gone. Like the but last I really one. Want like it. literally yeah, like, the last I, one. Yeah. I can't go get another one. They're closed. <laughs> Oh man! The weird part is, I always tell everyone about that. Like, I always liked the bathrooms when you. Yeah. Like, they were all had the themed bathrooms and everything. Yes. Like the beer was amazing, but like you go to the bathrooms and you just, why were you in there so long? Well, they're just set up so, so strange. It's a lot to look at. It's, yeah. it's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool at the same time. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, for having me here. I think you y'all are going to crush it. Every beer you have right now on tap is solid and delicious. Good. And like I said, you're going to see me in here a lot once. <laughs> phase, if Phase 3 has us where we can come in and sit down, I'll be at that bar right. drinking a lot of these beers. And you're going to make it hard for me because they're all delicious. So hurry up with the flights. I could just buy flights and drink those. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Any uh, any parting words for anyone that you just want to just promote anything coming up with the with the brewery and tap room? Or? Um, I mean, no, it's just kind of tough to make any kind of say because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. But yeah, hopefully um, tomorrow brings good news yeah, for, for exactly. everyone. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, I think I think we'll just like you said, like we have a smaller space, so we're just going to be pumping out as many different things as we can. Um, so if there's anything you really like, let us know. Um, if it sticks out and you want us to keep it, you know, uh, don't get rid of the, the coffee, the coffee porters, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep doing that one. Um, now we're going to be opening up on Saturday for the public and we're going to open at noon and have people come by and we'll see what, uh, word brings tomorrow about whether people could be inside or not and how that yeah. goes. But, uh, we'll plan to 
be hanging out outside and taking doing some to-go beers and go. people can uh, hang out drink a I some to-go pints so, so upset because of the beginning of the week they talked about a cool front and that just went out the window <laughs> dude i was so mad yeah. i was yeah. like come on people don't yeah. don't do this it's we've had crazy hurricane weather we've had just stupid things happening this year just yeah. give me something. we deserve 70 80 <laughs> degree high i want i want 45 degrees overcast and i want a big stout in my hand as i long. i'm right there with I'll you. Take uh, that. yeah uh so if they decide phase three, everybody can like sit in, so everybody can come in a tap room and everything. What are what are the what are the regular hours are going to be, and like what days are you going to be open? Pretty much right now, we're going to do Monday through Thursday. I think two to nine ish. It, it might vary a little bit just to see how things go, but about two to nine Monday through Thursday. Uh, I think Friday twelve to nine, Saturday twelve to ten, Sunday twelve to nine. It'll be in that ballpark somewhere. Awesome. Yeah, it depends. Like if you, I don't know how many people would want to sit outside at nine or ten o'clock at nine. So I mean, things may adjust a little depending. And yeah, I mean, we're we're moving into September. It'll it's, cool down. It'll, it'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, it won't be bad. And there's some TVs up on the wall, so like yes. you, I'm sure you guys will have LSU football on. Absolutely. For those who can't go to games and can't tailgate, yeah, if you want to come watch yeah. the game, yeah. <laughs> So there's that. I mean, it's ba- there's still some baseball going on. The NBA's in the playoffs. So you've got a couple. You've got a couple TVs to come and watch and drink some good beer. Support these guys. Uh, so until Jay opens, if anyone wants to come and bring in a pizza or something to eat while they're here, you guys are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your own food. Yep, come hang out. We want you to have a good time and be able to eat some food. Unfortunately, we don't have any. So we've got. We're right next to Fleur de Lis Pizza. Yeah, people right next to Superior Grill, Brewbacher. So plenty of options. We've had right people around walking there, yeah. in already from Fleur de Lis after getting a pizza, nice. and within hand. So it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> And look, if you're coming from Florida Lee with a pizza, bring a slice for the crew, man. Like, yeah. Feed yeah. the staff. Feed the brewers. <laughs> guys are working hard over here. <laughs> Caleb, Justin, thank you guys so much. Appreciate the time. Beers are fantastic. Like I said, you're going to see me here a lot. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, sir. I appreciate it. Um, follow these guys. They're on social media. They're on Facebook. You guys are on Instagram as well? Yes. Yes. Okay, so follow, follow Cypress Coast so you can keep up with what's going on here. New beers that are coming out, any special events, depending on what happens with the governor. By the time this airs, we'll know. Right now, we don't know. We're just right. assuming like everything's going to be you know, peachy keen and stuff. Yeah. So. We'll see. Uh, thank everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, don't Follow us on social media as well, Instagram and Facebook, ABV Podcast. And until next time, I am Chuck P. Cheers. With a Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the Fiat Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. With a Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. For $1 down and $24.99 a month, you'll get perks like access to any of our 2,400 clean and spacious locations. Bring your friend anytime and both work out with tons of equipment that'll give you that big fitness energy. Relax in the Black Card Spa and more. Work out and perk out with the PF Black Card. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details.